If your child is heading back to school or starting kindergarten, or maybe you're just getting back into the mode of preschool, this is a podcast episode for you. You've likely been enjoying those amazing days of summer and the nights of summer where it's lazy and it's a later start time and it's a later bedtime and schedules can start to fade a little bit. But today I'm going to help you get back into the mindset of getting back to school. So this is not just from me as a pediatric sleep consultant, but also as a mom and a former elementary school teacher, it is time to get back and ready for school. So let's talk all about that today. Hey, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant here at Little Z Sleep, and we love sleep. We love it so much that we are on a mission to tell the world that sleep is a thing. Sleep is not a competitive badge of honor. It is not something that you have to wait and survive through and trudge through as a parent. You actually can have sleep now, and we are all about that. And here on the podcast, you will hear stories from well-rested families. You will hear troubleshooting, problem-solving, and everything in between to help your family make sleep a thing. Of course, you don't have to wait for every episode to come out. You can actually get a step-by-step sleep training plan over on littlezsleep.com slash shop. From newborn to preschool, we want to help give you the resources to increase your family's sleep every single night and ensure that your family is happy, healthy, and well-rested. Hey, if you do not have a child who is sleeping through the night and you are ready to make sleep a thing, did you know that you can be matched to the Little Z Sleep program that is right for you? All you need to do is head to littlezsleep.com slash sleep dash quiz, or just click the handy link below in the podcast show notes. And we want to match you to the sleep training program that is right for your family. Once you take this quiz, you'll find a video where I explain what this course is all about, and then you can jump in. This is available for you right now. Go ahead and get matched to the program so we can help you make sleep a thing as soon as possible. All right, as we get ready to say goodbye to our summer lifestyle, which is really, you know, bittersweet because my birthday is August 27th. And I feel like the day after my birthday, I am ready for pumpkins and fall, but it's not there yet, (laughs) especially here in Virginia. It's like not fall fall until maybe like late October, sometimes not until November. But anyways, I love this time. I love the school prep. I love back to school supplies and all this fun stuff, but saying goodbye to pool days and later bedtimes, especially as we've moved our girls later bedtime this summer, I'm going to miss it a little bit in our evening walks. But this is the best part about life is this it's constantly changing and there's new things to look forward to. So today, as we talk about making sure that your family's schedule is right for back to school time and going back to school well rested, let's first talk about getting the right bedtime. Anytime that I talk about sleep changes, you will always hear me say we start with bedtime. I don't ever start our sleep training programs for naps. We always start on bedtime. And so it's important to me that when you commit to making these changes, we are going to begin at bedtime because it's the easiest place to start. Don't just make changes in the middle of the day. Wait to the end of the day where we're getting into that bedtime routine. And now we're going to talk Um, and make sure that our bedtimes are right. So if you moved your child's bedtime later for the summer, we need to make sure that we start to move it earlier. All right. Because we need to honor your child's sleep needs. Now, what are your child's sleep needs? Okay. So if you have a toddler or a preschooler, we're aiming for 10 to 12 hours of sleep in a all night long situation. If they no longer nap, if they're 
older than three years old, then we're looking for 10 to 12 hours in a 24 hour cycle. If you have a toddler who is napping, it may not be full on back to school, but maybe they're starting a you know Mother's Day Out program or a half day preschool. Um, we are definitely looking at 11 to 12 hours all night long plus a midday nap. Okay. So those things we have under control, but what about a young elementary student or my girls, they are about that mid elementary school age. We're still looking at 10 to 12 hours through the night. Y'all that is still a thing. My um, almost nine-year-old, she needs 10 to 11 hours of sleep. My seven-year-old, she needs a good 11 to 12 hours of sleep. And so this is still a thing. We still need a great night of sleep. So when we're aiming for, well, what time should they go to bed? We need to backtrack. Okay. So what time do they need to get up for the morning? If they need to get up for the morning to get breakfast dressed and ready for the school day, they need to get up by 6 30 AM. Then you need to backtrack and figure out going back 12 hours, 11 hours or 10 hours. What is the bedtime we're trying to aim for? For my girls, we've been enjoying this like eight 30, nine o'clock bedtime over the summer. And the average of sleep amount of sleep that they need is about 11 hours. So I need to back up. If we need to get up by 7 a.m., that means that 8 p.m. is the latest bedtime that we can have for at least my younger child. My older one, she could probably get back to her 8.30, but we need to backtrack. So when you're trying to decide, hey, what's the right bedtime? Like I need to get back on track for a school morning. Go backwards from what's the wake time and go back 11 to 12 hours to determine what time should bedtime be? If you've been enjoying a later bedtime in the summer and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to go from like an 830 bedtime back to a seven o'clock bedtime. The easiest way for you to do this is just to start scooting that time earlier by 15 minutes about once a week. So back up and say, okay, instead of an 830 bedtime tonight, we'll have an 815 bedtime. Okay. Now it's going to be an eight o'clock bedtime. Now a 745 bedtime and just start to scoot it earlier and earlier until you're back to the time that you need to aim for, for school routine. Does that make sense? So we're going to make sure that we're scooting that time. It was the super late bedtime. Now we're going to get it earlier. This might take a couple of weeks of adjustment. And yes, that's going to mean they will likely wake earlier. It's not going to be a later summer morning anymore, but we need to help them adjust to get ready for school because it's going to wipe them out, which gets into one of my next parts. Okay. Step two, we know our bedtime step two, let's get that bedtime routine rocking again. Sometimes in the summer we let it go. We maybe, maybe we're doing showers in the middle of the day after a fun pool morning, or maybe you have done a rest routine because you enjoyed staying outside really late. And then we're just going to brush our teeth, get our jammies on and get into bed. Bedtime routine. Step two of this getting back to school well rested. We need to get our bedtime routine in order. Um, you probably have a solid bedtime routine going, but let's just make sure it's exactly what we need. So I have a lot of information about this. I'm not going to, you know, give you the entire bedtime routine right here. I have links that we'll share. We have um, blog posts, we have helpful routine charts, but in essence, keep your routine to 30 minutes at most. A bedtime routine includes things like a bath or a shower, brushing teeth, putting jammies on, reading a few books, maybe playing a game together and saying goodnight. This bedtime routine is at most 30 minutes. We want to make sure if your bedtime routine has gotten a lot longer than that, or maybe it's gotten a lot shorter. 30 minutes at most. This is because your child could get very overtired and frustrated if they are getting tired and bedtime routine is taking forever. Let's make sure it's just 30 minutes. That's it. 
Okay. Step three, as we get ready to go back to school and want to be well-rested, I want you to analyze what your child's sleepy cues are or exhaustion cues, because adjusting to a new schedule is difficult, not just a new schedule, but think about all the things that go with back to school. Um, maybe it's a new classroom, a new teacher. Uh, maybe it's an entirely new school. Maybe it's a, um, they have, they have to make new friends. Like this is exciting, but it's also extremely stimulating. So when it is time, it's back to school, they're getting back to preschool or they're starting a preschool or they're getting into kindergarten kindergarten or they're going back to elementary school, this is an exhausting first couple of weeks. Now, every kid is different. So this is why I'm asking you to know your child's sleepy cues, their tired cues, their like I'm done cues. Some of these might include a short fuse, like everything seems to be upsetting them when they're home um, in the you know afternoon or evening or even the next morning. They just seem like everything is bothering them, like nothing can be right. And I know that this can be frustrating because you're so ready to spend time with them after a day at school. But if they have a short fuse and they just seem like they're upset at everything, this is probably a cue that they're tired um, and they're overstimulated from everything. If you have a baby who is not sleeping through the night and you are simply frustrated that no matter what sleep sack you try, no matter what time you feed them, no matter what the lighting situation was or what the scent was in the diffuser, they just won't sleep sleep, I have a free course that I want to share with you. It's going to walk you through my four steps to solve night wakings. And this will give you my exact step-by-step ways on how I teach the framework of baby sleep. And it is yours for free. You can get all of the videos and this free course right now at littlezsleep.com slash four steps. This is four steps to solve your baby's night wakings. And it's a free course ready for you now. Check the link below or head to littlezsleep.com slash four. That's the number four steps. Another sign could be that they're not listening. And sometimes it's not just the normal not listening, but like blatant disobedience that seems out of character. Um, Sometimes it could be disinterest. Maybe they usually have tons of energy each evening, but then all of a sudden they like don't want to go outside. They don't want to play. They don't want to talk again because they've been so overstimulated in this new environment and getting back to school. It's a lot for them. Um, and obviously you have things like being grumpy. I feel like toddlers are the epitome of this. Like when they act irritable and they're put off by like the slightest little thing and they're just little, like little grumpy pants, they're tired. Um, don't just think like, oh my gosh, I have a grumpy toddler. No, they're probably tired and consider everything that's going on with them. Um, obviously if they're yawning, they're rubbing their eyes, they're laying down or telling you that they are tired. This one should be like, like alarms, red flags everywhere. If your toddler preschooler or your elementary school age child child is telling you that they are tired. They are like way past the time that they should have gone to bed. So let's just put that little notice in there. And hopefully I'm saying that and that's sticking like, because sometimes as one parent, you've been saying that, like, you've been like, you know, no, they're tired. And maybe your partner is like, but they don't say that they're tired. They don't look like they're tired. That's because if children show that they're tired, they should have already gone to bed. Like that's a thing. So the third step as we get ready is to know your child's cue so you can accommodate. Um, I will tell you for me, we had a good four months of adjusting to kindergarten. Now my oldest, this was different, but my youngest, um, I've shared, like, she's just a lot more sensitive to her sleep needs. And even in this summertime, 
Um, we've got to really consider all of the activities that she did because like Hattie goes hard. If she's going to swim in the afternoon at the pool, that girl ain't getting out of the pool. Like she's there for five hours and then she's uh, just exhausted when they get home. Um, she goes hard and she plays hard and then new things can be very over, overstimulating for her. And so I am not kidding you from September to December of her kindergarten year, she had to go to bed at 6 30 PM. 6:30. Like we had all we we had been enjoying a 7:30 bedtime with her during preschool and in the summers, but the moment that she started kindergarten, it was I could just tell that she needed to go to bed um because another sign for Hattie was that she would wake up in the morning at 5 or 5:30. And that is a major major sign for her that she's overtired if she's waking up early. So Know your child's cues and know what's causing this because if you're seeing a short fuse, they're not listening, they're grumpy, they're yawning, they're rubbing their eyes, they're laying down telling you that you're tired, you probably should evaluate an earlier bedtime, all right? If you start to notice those things, you can definitely aim for a 15 to 30 minutes earlier bedtime. We had for Hattie a 7 p.m. bedtime and we started to notice these things. We inched it earlier and earlier until we landed at 6.30 and it literally took her 10 minutes to fall asleep. Like 6.30, she'd be in bed. By 6.40, she was out. And that was that's ideal. You really do want to aim for that. Hey, it takes about 10 to 15 minutes for them to fall asleep. You're in that golden time. Okay, the fourth thing that I want you to know is remember to keep your weekends absolutely plan-free don't do anything. Okay. Remember how we just said that like everything is new and exciting, new classroom, new school, new teacher, new friends, like new lunchbox, like all these little things are adding up, right? There's a lot of stimulation. So don't plan a weekend trip the week after they start school. Don't plan to go see grandma like hours away. Don't plan to get together with friends and have like a late night barbecue. Like just stay home and give them the rest time. Give them one-on-one time. Give them space to talk about what happened over the week. Like let them be. (laughs) If you had just started a brand new job and worked really hard at it and were very maybe feeling anxious and stressed about it and stimulated all throughout the week, what's the last thing you want to do? The last thing you want to do that weekend is go on like an adventure trip, right? You probably just want to be home in your jammies and chill. It is okay to do that. It is perfectly okay to allow your child the opportunity to just chill out at home that first weekend after they start school. And then during those first few weeks, keep the evening simple, like take a walk together, play outside, go on a bike ride, plan a simple dinner, enjoy being together and just connect with them after that full day, even if it is a half day. Um, the final thing I want to review is the fifth step, which is really just setting your child up for sleep success. So let's do a quick check with what this means. One is keep their room nice and dark. It's still the summer hours. And so it's still light in the evening time. And so let's make sure as we've scooted their bedtime earlier that we have the right blackout solutions, whether that's blackout easy or some paper shades, um, into windows, like whatever you need. We've, we've got that covered. I will link that resource for you. Um, let's make sure we have our sound machine on. It's great to block out those household noises, especially when you're getting them ready for bed. And maybe they have an older sibling who's 
not getting ready for bed, or you're going to watch a show when they are asleep. Um, how about comfort items? Do they have a stuffed animal, a security blanket, a lovey, like whatever it is that they like, like, let's make sure they've got that. Um, and finally screen time. I know it can be very easy after a long day of school to allow them to watch TV for a couple hours when they get home, but blue light actually blocks the release of melatonin, which is a naturally occurring hormone that helps them get sleepy and fall asleep and stay asleep all night long. So let's not block that. Um, we want to invite sleep that night. So the easiest thing to do is make sure that screens are cut off one to two hours before bedtime. The best way for them to fall asleep well is to go outside. So remember I said, keep your evening simple. Maybe after dinner, you go for a walk or before dinner, you go for a walk. Um, it's the best way to just get outside, get that evening sun exposure, and it helps their body trigger the melatonin production so they can sleep well. Um, my bonus tip, this has nothing to do with going back to school well rested. My bonus tip here is to enjoy them. Okay. Just truly, truly, truly enjoy them. Take pictures and videos and all the things I treasure the first day of school photos. I am, um, if I can take a video of them, if they're in good spirits, I try to take a video of the girls and ask them like, what was their favorite part of the day after their first day of school? I have the best video of, ha of, um, Oh my gosh, let's get my kids straight. Um, of Ellie after her first day of kindergarten, she just like burst into song and talking about how much she loved everything and she couldn't wait to go back the next day. So like, enjoy this as you prep and you plan right now, as you, um, get ready to say goodbye to summer, it's a wonderful chapter about to start in your child's life, whether they are starting preschool, going back to school, um, starting kindergarten, it's an amazing phase. And we can celebrate and cheer on the growth and development of a happy, healthy, and well-rested child. I hope this helped. Wherever you are headed this fall, this, these tips will help you go back to school feeling well-rested and wonderful, I hope. All right, sweet dreams. See you next time.